On Monday, July 6th edition, Jorge Mazadal will step in for Gilbert Burns at UFC 251, Cleveland Indians contemplating on changing their names, recap of the Rocket Mortgage Classic, and much more. The leader in the NASCAR Cup rankings, Kevin Harvick wins the Big Hand Sanitizer 400 for the second straight year and third win at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. It's Harvick's fourth win this season after edging out Matt Kenseth of the number 42 car. Harvick is now tied for 11th place in NASCAR history with Lee Petty for 53 career wins. However, it seemed as if Danny Hamlin would win, but with eight laps to go, his tire blew and caused him to crash into the wall. Hamlin was so close to getting his fifth win this season and his first at the Brickyard. The rest of the top five was Matt Kenseth, Eric Amarola, Brad Kozlowski, and Cole Custer. After the race was over, over, Harvick told the press, We had a great tire wear today, so I was able to really push my car as hard as I could. He continued, I was able to push him a little harder that last run than earlier in the race and when the sun went down and the track was cooling and speeds were going up in the turns. There was much action during the first stage of the race. Six drivers were a part of a pileup that caused worker on the track, Zachary Price, to be injured. Price was sent to the hospital on a stretcher but was in good spirits at the time. One of the drivers that were a part of the pileup was Jimmy Johnson's replacement, Justin Alliger. Johnson had to be replaced because he had tested positive for COVID on Friday. Alliger stated, I don't know if I got the gentleman on the, on the number 12 or not. Once the wreck started happening in front of us, we all got bottled up there. One car after another was getting into it. It's just a shame. I hate it for these guys. The big hand sanitizer 400 was delayed 55 minutes due to the lightning in the area. The last few weeks, every race that NASCAR has hosted had to be delayed because of weather. The top dual threat quarterback prospect in 2021, Caleb Williams, has chosen Oklahoma. Williams was ranked as the fourth best prospect horn at 24-7 Sports, and ESPN had him ranked third in the country. Five other prospects will be joining Williams and puts Oklahoma football in the top five in recruiting. Williams made a statement on Saturday saying, I just feel like it was the best place for me overall. I've got here, but I'm ready to go gain the trust of my teammates, earn the starting spot, and hopefully bring them a national championship. The last few years, Oklahoma has been known as a quarterback school. The last three years, the Sooners had two Heisman winners and a runner-up for the award. Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray were both number one overall picks in the draft, and Hurts was drafted in the second round this year. The top 2021 quarterback prospect is from D.C. and attended Gonzaga High School. Oklahoma head coach Lincoln Riley has now been the head coach for three years and won the Big 12-minute appearance in the college football playoff every year since he was hired as the head coach. The Sooners ranked eighth in their preseason poll for 2020. Before we dive into some more awesome sports topics, I'd like to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard anything about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Can't go wrong with that. And guess what? There's even creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. That's not all, though. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It keeps on getting better, though. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, let's get back to the show. Newly acquired Dodgers pitcher David Price has decided to pass on the 2020 season. 
The 34-year-old made his decision on Saturday and became the sixth MLB player to skip this upcoming season. Price released a statement on Saturday saying, After considerable thought and discussion with my family and the Dodgers, I've decided it's the best interest of my health and my family's health for me not to play this season. The five-time All-Star continued. I will miss my teammates and will be cheering for them throughout the season and on to the World Series victory. I'm sorry I won't be able to play for you this year, but look forward to representing you next year. He will join players such as Mike Leake, Ryan Zimmerman, Joe Ross, Ian Desmond, and recently Felix Hernandez. Price was just traded to the LA Dodgers this offseason along with 2018 AL MVP Mookie Betts in exchange for five players. After hearing the news about Price, Dodgers GM said that Price was contemplating not playing this season. He also stated, I think just talking to his family, he kind of arrived at this point. And my role has been just to support him through it and not any rooting interest in what is a very personal decision. By sitting out, Price will forfeit $11.8 million in salary this year. Price still has two years left in his deal after the season is over. The league did confirm that players who are at high risk will not be able to play in 2020 and still receive their full prorated salary. It was ruled that the five-time All-Star is not at high risk and will not be paid this season. It comes at a very scary time for the league as Mike Trout and Buster Posey have both said they are unsure if they will be able to participate in the 2020 season. The Braves organization has also confirmed that first baseman Freddie Freeman has tested positive for COVID-19. The Dodgers start the season on July 24th along with most teams in the MLB. Bryson DeChambeau claimed his sixth win on the tour after having a record 23 under par that broke the Detroit Golf Club record. He also broke Tiger Woods' average drive through a tournament on the PGA Tour with 350.6 yards. DeChambeau won his first event since November of 2018 at the Shriners Hospital for the Children's Open. Before this week, Bryson had finished in the top 10 for the first three PGA Tour events since the return from the hiatus. Many insiders believe he's bringing a new era in golf that no one has ever seen before. Currently, DeChambeau is ranked 10th in the world and will only continue to get better. The 21-year-old Matt Wolf finished second at 20 under par. Wolf led the day after day three, but struggled and finished with one under par for the last round. The Oklahoma State product started the front nine horrendously with four bogeys, but finished the round solidly. The rest of the top five were Kevin Keisner, Ryan Armour, Terrell Hatton, Adam Hadwin, and Danny Willett. Matt Wolf had an unbelievable round three and led with 19 under par and was looking to be one of the youngest golfers to win on tour. However, the front nine was merciless to Wolf. He rebounded nicely on the back nine, but it was too little too late. Kevin Keisner finished the tournament with a solid third place. After four rounds, Keisner scored 18 under par, his best tournament in the odd year. Ryan Armour finished the tournament with 16 under par and tied Terrell Hatton and Danny Willett for fourth place. Terrell Hatton also finished the Classic with 16 under par. Hatton was looking for his first PGA Tour win since the March at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Adam Hadwin, the Canadian, wrapped up the Classic while shooting a 67 and will look to build on the success on Sunday to the Workday Charity Open this Thursday. Danny Willett came up strong on Sunday and ended up with 6 under par for the day. The PGA Tour will return this Thursday at the Workday Charity Open. It will be played at the Mir Field Golf Club in Dublin, Ohio. New York Yankees starting pitcher Masahiro Tanaka was released from the hospital on Saturday night after being struck by a baseball. Tanaka is a two-time MLB All-Star and was pitching to 2017 NL MVP Giancarlo Stanton during the Yankees batting practice. 
Masahiro was not pitching through a cage while pitching. Stanton accidentally drilled Tanaka in the face that sent him down on the mound. Masahiro was immediately sent to the hospital with concussion-like symptoms. After the incident happened, Stanton was very shaken up but returned to batting practice later. According to the MLB rules, players that have concussion-like symptoms are demanded to not have any signs or be placed on the disabled list for at least one week. Yankees manager Aaron Boone said, Masa had concussion-like symptoms that have since dissipated. He went through a battery of tests at the hospital. Everything checked out well. He had a CT scan and it's negative. He's still there. They're going to keep him for a couple more hours just to be safe, but we expect him to be released this evening. I would say right now he's doing well. After being released from the hospital, Tanaka tweeted, I appreciate all the support. I feel it a bit right now, but I'm all good. Going to try to get back on the mound ASAP. Thanks again for all the encouraging words. Boone also told Stanton that Tanaka was doing well and Giancarlo seemed to handle it well. The Yankees are expected to start the season on July 23rd when they visit the World Series champs, Washington Nationals. The Cleveland Indians are contemplating changing their name for the first time since 1915. It comes after the Washington Redskins of the NFL have also given thought of changing their names after sponsors like FedEx and Pepsi decided to withdraw their support of the Redskins. Certain fans believe the Redskins and Indians' name is racist and needs to be changed right away. However, not every professional team in North America will be changing their mascot. The Atlanta Braves of the MLB will stay with their iconic name. The franchise has had the same name since the inception of the team in 1933. Many colleges have changed their mascot through the years in order to appease fans. Cleveland Indians manager and fan favorite Terry Francona has said he's fine with the team changing the name. He also stated, I think it's time to move forward. I've been thinking about it and been thinking about it before we put out that statement. He continued, I know in the past when I've asked about whether it's our name or the chief Wahoo, I think I would usually answer and say, I know we're never trying to be disrespectful. I still feel that way, but I don't think that's a good enough answer today. I think it's time to move forward. It's a very difficult subject. It's also delicate. Even at my age, you don't want to be too old to learn or to realize that maybe I've been ignorant of some things and be ashamed of it and to try to be better. I'm glad that we're going to be opening to listening because I think that's probably the most important thing right now is being willing to listen, not necessarily just talk. Jorge Mazadal will replace Gilbert Burns at UFC 251 in Fight Island. It'll be the main event for the Walter White title. Burns was not allowed to participate after testing positive for coronavirus. It will be Mazadal's first fight since November after knocking out Nate Diaz in five rounds. Just one month ago, Mazadal and the UFC were in a dispute about pay, though it seemed the UFC got the way because their original plan was to have Usman versus Mazadal for UFC 251 at Fight Island although the UFC has yet to confirm the event because of all the obstacles both fighters need to go through. The event will be on pay-per-view at ESPN Plus on July 11. MMA Junkie was the first to report the news. Usman and Mazadal will both need to do several tests before the UFC confirms the fight. According to sources close to the situation, Mazadal arrived in Las Vegas on Saturday night and Usman was expected to arrive sometime yesterday. They will need to test for COVID-19 before and after they travel from Las Vegas to Abu Dhabi. They will also need to quarantine for 24 hours and will both have to test negative. If everything goes as planned, they will leave for the fight island on Monday. Jorge Mazadal was the 2019 Fighter of the Year and is one of the most polarizing fighters in the world. 
Usman will look to defend his belt for the welterweight title. However, this is not the UFC's first time hosting an event at Abu Dhabi. In the past, UFC has hosted certain fights at Yas Island. It was the first time since 2010. Other fights in the main card for UFC 251 are Alexander Volkanovsky versus Max Holloway for the featherweight title, Peter Jan versus Jose Aldo for the vacant bantamweight title, and the other fights on the card are Jessica Andraz versus Rose Namajunas and Amanda Ribas versus Paige Vanzant. With a debut for Fight Island, the UFC purchased Fight Island for international fighters that want to fight but could not. The UFC plans to do a plethora of fights at Abu Dhabi.